The oldest was eleven. He had spiky brown hair and a curious, sciency personality, which led to many interesting ideas and experiments. But he could be an annoying know-it-all and greedy at times. Jack, the youngest, was six. He was hands down the bravest, not just about little things like spiders, but about crashing his bike and jumping from high places. Jack, however, had a temper and would rather take a swing at somebody than work things out peacefully. In the middle was Henry, age ten, a year younger than Simon and four whole years older than Jack. But because Henry was small and slight and Jack was big and sturdy, people always assumed Henry and Jack were around the same age. This was quite embarrassing to Henry. Almost as bad as when he was five and his long curly hair had led everybody to think he was a girl. Henry loved to read and to use the strange words he found in books, though not always the right way. Also, while Henry got along with nearly everybody, he had never had a best friend. Mrs. Barker said, Oh, Hen, look at your father. He's forty-one and he still doesn't have a best friend. Somehow that wasn't very comforting. One last thing about Henry. He was named for Uncle Hank, who was really Henry Cormody, though how the name Henry got turned into Hank was a mystery to the boys, doubtless following the same strange logic by which Sarah became Sally or Margaret became Peggy. Mr. Barker had idolized Uncle Hank when he was young, marking time between his rare visits, eagerly soaking up stories of his adventures, and much later, proudly passing along the name Henry to his middle son. Even at the best of times, Henry felt the weight of this inheritance quite heavily. His great-uncle had been a wild one. He roped cattle, gambled away his money in gloomy saloons, fought bandits with fists and guns, and explored the roughest and most remote stretches of the West on his big-spotted Appaloosa horse for the army. Henry, in addition to being small and occasionally mistaken for a girl, was not wild at all, which made him feel that he should have been named something more regular, like John or David. The final member of the Barker family was Josie. Was she the boy's sister? No. Their nanny? Definitely not. In fact, Henry often thought that if you were to compare Josie to Nana, the dog nanny in the book Peter Pan, you would quickly see that there was no comparison. Josie was the Barker's cat, and she had little interest in taking care of anybody, least of all the three Barker boys. She had been with Mr. and Mrs. Barker for a very long time, and she was vaguely put out that the boys existed at all. Josie was mostly black, with a patch of white on her neck shaped like Florida. She did not enjoy being squeezed or picked up, though that didn't keep Jack from squeezing and picking her up. Henry liked to say she was dexterous, which meant she could open doors and grab things with her paws. Most importantly, she was good at leaping and climbing. On the day Josie ran away, the boys were sitting on their deck after lunch, staring glumly at the pebbly stretch of backyard, trying to think of something to do. Superstition did not have much to offer. The town center consisted of a library, a grocery store, a gas station, a diner, a town hall with the police and fire stations, a post office, and the Coronado Elementary School, which went all the way up to the eighth grade. There were a couple of businesses, too, a car repair place, and Mr. Barker's masonry shop. But that was it. Rows of houses sprang up in a square grid around the main avenue through town, and surrounding them 
only barren desert. Even the high school was miles away in the town of Terracalde. This was the first week of summer, and half of the Barker's neighborhood appeared to have left on vacation. Not that it mattered, as Henry pointed out. The boys hadn't made any friends since they moved in at the beginning of June, happily missing their last week of school back in Chicago. Here in Arizona, they were on their own. We could play cards, Henry suggested. Too boring, said Simon. We could play frisbee, said Jack. Too windy, said Simon. We could go see Dad, said Henry. Simon shook his head. Remember what happened last time? Mr. Barker's work involved building walls, patios, and walkways. Most of his big jobs were in Phoenix, but he had a few projects in Superstition and the neighboring towns. The boys liked to visit him while he was working.